Peace be unto you, my dear beloved brothers and sisters. I am Greg Fielder, author of the book, I Am a Convict, I Surrender All to the Creator. Today, we want to use as a subject, let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Male and female, period. That could be the end of this speech. When one goes to fill out an application or some information, oftentimes on that application, it will ask for your age and your name, and it may ask for your sex. And generally, you would choose male or female. So that is complete. Now, in today's world, when we talk about sex, we mainly emphasize sexual intercourse. That's going into a whole different subject matter. But sex is simply male and female. We see that from the scripture, in the beginning, in Genesis chapter 1, at the 26th verse, it reads, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish and, you know, over all of that. But the main thing is that's when he made man. Now, I will breach a subject of homosexuality and we can go from the quotes that we hear about what we think it should be but i would tell you that if we had an opportunity to have three planets one having all females another planet having all males and a third planet uh, having males and females after a certain period of time, the one that is only consisting of females would disappear. And the one that consists of only males would disappear. But the one with the males and the female would sustain itself. If we look at how God made Adam, Adam was a homo. And again, when we talk about mankind, what many people focus on is sexuality. But Adam was a homo sapien. He was one man of one gender. And certainly want to draw your attention to what God says here. You know how sometimes people will say that, well, you know, God made Adam and Eve. He didn't make Adam and Steve, which is true according to the scripture. But most importantly, what God says about homosexuality 
we see that he made Adam. And in the first chapter of Genesis, we will note that everything that God created, after he created it and brought it into existence, he said, it is good. He made something else, he said it's good. But everything he made, he said is good. The first time, according to scripture, when God says that there is something that is not good, he was talking about the independency or the loneliness or the singleness of man. In the second chapter is where God addresses that by saying in um, the 18th verse, and the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. The scripture says he's going to make a help meet. Well, that lets us know that God had independently given Adam a mandate. It is a date for a man in which he is to accomplish things that have been assigned to him. He was assigned to take care of the earth, to subdue it, to replenish it, and to have power and dominion over the animals, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and every, every creeping thing that crawled. And to sustain that, even though Adam may have been doing a good job, and he was trying to do his obligation, God says, I'm going to give him a help meet. M-E-E-T which means the joining of something, to coming together of something. So he needed a woman to help him meet his obligation. She is his help meet for his obligations. Included in that is the sustainability. With animals who all had mates, were reproducing, and they would be reproducing into perpetuity, the man perhaps would die at some point. Then he would not be able to take care of the animals. Now, God could have let Adam get old and die, then make another man get old and die, but then God would be responsible for keep making man after man after man. So God set up a system by which man can procreate himself, and that included a woman. So it's just simply saying that He, Adam was not in a good state as a homo sapien man because everything else God had created had a mate. 
you know, the animals had mates. Uh, even the grass is male and female. But I, I just want to address that kind of quickly from my understanding of God's perspective of procreation and the male-female relationship. Now let's go deeper into the male-female relationship. Man is created of flesh and spirit. In a wholesome relationship, the spiritual life should be dominant. If we were to use what I like to use is the 23 to 1 rule, where a human should be 20, at least 23% spiritual and perhaps 1% uh, physical. So in the hours of the day, let's look at a relationship. If the people involved are spiritual for the majority of the day, then they can express that spirituality as human beings on male and female relationship, let's say for one hour a day. But if the people in the relationship are more physical and they are unhappy for 23 hours of the day, but are only satisfied for one hour of the day, that is a huge imbalance. It's like someone going to, let's say, go buy a new Mercedes Benz. <clears throat> And the reason they bought the new Mercedes-Benz is because they like the tires on the Mercedes. So they would spend a large sum of money to purchase a new Mercedes-Benz only to take the tires off and not use the rest of the car. I go to that extreme to say there's in some relationships the people involved only focus on one small part of the anatomy and not give attention to, to the totality of the anatomy. The way the human being is made they have two wounds. One is on the physical anatomy and one is on the mental or spiritual part of the anatomy. Example, it should be, especially for the women, it should be that you require and demand that a man gets acquainted with your spiritual wound before he gets acquainted with your physical 
Hmm. And from a man's perspective, and we'll just use this plain language, you know, if you can conquer the mind, you will get the behind. Because in terms of longevity, we know that with the physical anatomy, things that were going north, they eventually are going to go south. So the body is going to begin to deteriorate. But the spirit, if dealt properly in the way of God, is going to elevate to a more higher understanding of why man was created. And man was essentially created to do the will of God. Certainly, uh, sexuality is a part of it, but it is only a part of it. Because in the very early stages of life, sexuality is not explored, or it shouldn't be, and then sometimes in the way, way late parts of life, sexuality is not given high focus. But at every stage, spirituality should be the predominant concern for mankind. So I, I, I say that to say, the spirit should dominate the flesh as opposed to the flesh dominating the spirit. So let's talk about sex. Again, it has to involve in the proper relationship males and females. That is where the great designer of life designed it. We look at the world today, and, and, and I can tell you that you will hear more and more about an improper relationship of males and females. I want to talk about Dave Chappelle and some other actors and entertainers. Dave Chappelle, uh, even though he may use some what we call vulgar language, at the essence of Dave Chappelle is a real man from what I have observed. When you see people like Martin Lawrence will put on a dress, people like Tyler Perry will put on a dress. See people like Wesley Snipes will put on a dress. 
Dave Chappelle went off the scene for a moment. And the reason he must be given utmost respect, in my humble opinion, the ones in charge of presenting our actors and our entertainers, they want to dominate the black man. That's what they have wanted to do from the inception. And Dave Chappelle tells a truth. Some people say, you know, he tells a story, but he tells a truth. One day he goes into his dressing room and on the door is a dress. And Dave says, you know, when I saw this, I thought I was in the wrong room. I thought I had walked into a female uh, dressing room. But soon, uh, one of the uh, directors came in and said, Dave, we've got a very funny scene. Very funny scene. Dave said, okay. Okay, I'm a funny man. I can go along with that. And the director said, but it, it involves this dress. And Dave said his manhood wouldn't allow him to proceed with that line of demand. He said, well, no, I'm not comfortable doing that. Oh, Dave, it's just a little short scene. You know, that's the way the devil talks. You know, when when, when, when a man wants to do something to a woman, something, well, he starts off, it's just a little bit. I, mean, I just want to go a little bit further and a little bit, you know, just a little bit. It's like planting a seed. All you have to do is plant the seed. And if it's in the right environment, it is going to grow. So you have to do what old folk used to say. You have to nip it in the bud. Don't even let that seed of unrighteousness be planted. So after the first director couldn't get him to go for the dress scene, he went back and next came the higher up. Listen, Dave, you know we're going to pay you a lot of money. And all we want you to do is just do a little scene with this dress. And anytime they can get your hero to do something, that makes it all right for everybody else. I mean, I will notice uh, right now, the man of the hour would probably be Tyler Perry. He has lots of ability to put programs on television. And if you notice very carefully, most of them include homosexuality or promiscuity. I, 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 I struggle to find the relevance of advancing people toward God. Most of them 
are intentionally designed to promote homosexuality. Coming from a man who got there by wearing a dress. And I know you say, well, it's just entertainment. It's just play, play. That's what they said in Sodom and Gomorrah. That males just loving each other. And the scripture says that in the last days, you'll see men falling down on men as they should be women. It is a perversion from what God intended from the inception. So that is a huge problem. But back to Dave Chappelle, he was offered $50 million and he did a disappearing act. I can't do it. You don't have enough money to get me to do that. So he deserves a great amount of respect for his stance. You know, he, and I say this because he did not yield to the love of money. You know, know, again, money is not the root of all evil, but the love of it, where you sell your dignity, you sell your manhood or womanhood, you sell your soul for money. That's a strong stance. People who came up in poverty and are offered $50 million and will turn away from it, they deserve to be applauded. And I have to give him props. So we see now that there's a proliferation on homosexuality. So what would be your stance? All those lovey-dovey, well, you know, we got to respect everybody. Yeah, I, I like to simplify it. The main one we have to respect is God, the word of God, the will of God. That's what should be respected. So it's up to us, dear beloved people, to determine how we're going to live. I, 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 let me close with, uh, I didn't know where I was going with this, but I, I did mention Sodom and Gomorrah. You remember when the, when, when the, uh, the, the angels really who had left from Abraham's house and they were going to visit with Lot, his nephew. And when there's two men who was beautiful men, they appeared to be beautiful men, but they were really angels. When they got to, the town where Lot was, there were plenty of men in the street. And the angels went on into Lot's house. And by the time he got in and closed the door, they were bamming on the door. And Lot said, 
What's wrong with you men? We want the men. The, the men we saw come in your house. That's what we want. And he said, Ma, uh, he told him, that's an abomination. Men is not supposed to be lying with men. Lot was so wanting to rid them of that idea that Lot had a couple, some daughters. He said, listen, before you lay with this man, I'll just give you my daughters. They said, no, we don't want your daughters. We want the men. That's what we want. And you know the rest of the story. God's wrath came down on Sodom and Gomorrah. And I say with the escalation of homosexuality today, if God does not punish America, he owes Sodom and Gomorrah an apology. Male, female, made he them. Dear beloved brothers and sisters, remain brothers and sisters, true to your nature, true to yourself, and true to your God. Thank you so much for listening. I leave you as I greeted you. Peace be unto you.